0: Welcome to day 129 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with uh, Matthew Kresge and Katie Kresge. And mm-hmm. of course, before we even enter into these podcasts, there are usually all kinds of banter going back and forth between the Kresge's. And uh, we've just enjoyed some of that. Maybe we should do some outtakes you know, at one time or another onto <laughs> our podcast uh, just to see how ridiculous you know, we really are. <laughs> We're finishing up you know, the book of First Corinthians. Uh, Paul has loved this church in spite of all the difficulties, you know, that this church has brought with it. Many of them have rejected him as an apostle, and they've picked favorite, you know, teachers. Uh, there have been sexual immorality that's kind of crept in from a worldly standpoint, and it's found itself, you know, at the heart of the church. Uh, that they're still not, you know, settled on how, you know, their dietary laws might be separating them. So, they're not you know they're they're they need instruction on how you know even their eating glorifies god and then their worship services you know paul said you know your services do more harm or your gatherings do more harm than good because they are so worldly and many of them were denying the essence of the gospel which is the resurrection of christ so paul has skillfully and and pastorally corrected these things and now we come to the close of the letter where he just kind of takes care of, you know, basic everyday details of the church. So we get, you know, some insights into the inner working and some of the more common aspects, you know, of church life as we read uh, 1 Corinthians 16. Uh, As always, before we read this passage, uh, we offer ourselves in the moment to the Lord. It is a holy privilege that we have uh, to commune with God through his word and to be shaped, you know, by his word through his spirit. Uh, into the image of his son for his glory and and that is our deepest desire so Katie before we uh, we take off could you uh, pray for us
1: absolutely Father thank you so much for who you are thank you for this moment right now um, for us here for the moment as people listen to this or watch this um, that they have to engage with your word thank you so much for your word God even, even this chapter um, where Paul is just kind of tying up loose ends with this church um, with this letter would you remind us that there are things to be seen um, about your heart here God would you continue through your spirit to reveal more and more of your heart to us as you shape us as you renew us and as you use us um, for your kingdom here on earth. Would we not take it lightly and would we delight in you and delight in in the scriptures that you have given to us? It's in Christ's name we pray, amen.
0: What a fantastic reminder that God is not only given us scripture for you know for our instruction and for our correction but he's also given us scripture for our delight in him and um, reminded of you know job's words you know to the lord i have desired your word o lord as much as i do my necessary food and this is indeed food for us and sustenance for us first corinthians 16 and now about the collection for the lord's people do what I tell the Galatian churches to do. On the first day of every week, each, of, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income, saving it up, so that when I come, no collections will have to be made. Then when I arrive, I will give letters of introduction to the men you approve and send them with your gifts to Jerusalem. If it seems advisable for me to go also, they will accompany me. After I go through Macedonia, I'll come to you, for I will be going through Macedonia, perhaps i'll stay with you for a while or even spend the winter so that you can help me on my journey wherever i go for i do not want to see you now and make only a passing visit i hope to spend some time with you if the lord permits but i will stay on at ephesus until pentecost because a great door of effective work is opened to me and there are many who oppose me when timothy comes see to it that he has nothing to fear while he is with you for he is carrying on the work of the lord just as i am no one then should treat him with contempt Send him on his way in peace so that he may return to me. I am expecting him along with the brothers. Now about your brother Apollos. I strongly urged him to go to you with the brothers. He was quite unwilling to go now, but he will go when he has the opportunity. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Do everything in love. You know that the household of Stephanus were the first converts in achaea. And they have devoted themselves to the service of the Lord's people. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to submit to such people and to everyone who joins in the work and labors in it. I was glad when Stephanus, Fortunus, and Achaeus arrived, because they have supplied what was lacking from you. For they refreshed my spirit and yours also. Such men deserve recognition. The churches in the province of Asia send you greetings. Aquila and Priscilla greet you warmly in the Lord, and so does the church that meets in their house. All the brothers and sisters here send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand. If anyone does not love the Lord, let that person be cursed. Come, Lord. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. My love to all of you in Christ Jesus. Amen. So, what are some of the uh, fun details, uh, you know, that come out out of these closing these closing passages?
2: I think one of the things that initially strikes me is just how how much the I think uh, back up just being it kind of maybe in America we tend to think of churches just being individual churches. You know, and you might drive down a road and you might pass thirty different churches, and they're all just individual churches, but. Um, just reading Paul's letters and, and even here talking about the way that you know the church in Corinth is going to take care of Jerusalem just as the church in Galatia is taking care of the church in Jerusalem, you know, they didn't see themselves, although they were autonomous you know, churches there, they, the, the, you see you know, glimpses of the global church mm-hmm. sustaining and supporting one another. And this makes me even more excited just to continue to do what we're doing. You know, in Guatemala, and Lagos, yeah. to see churches planting churches all over the world because, you know, this is what the Lord's people yeah. do. They they take up concern for one and another. And it's,
0: you know, and it and it's it, very often we can think of ourselves as being a benefactor of another church. But, uh, of course, Mitch and Amanda were just here and we were so much the benefit of their faith yeah. and of their love and of their devotion to the gospel. And so uh, they enriched us in every way. And, you know, Paul has this kind of affection, you know, from one church to another. And and it it is a a neat privilege that we have to be not only part of a vibrant local church, but a larger thing that God is doing through his church Mm -hmm. And, and to be joined together, you know, with other, you know, like minded believers.
1: So in verse 12, it says, I kind of have a question. Um, It says, now about your brother Apollos, I strongly urge him to go to you with the brothers. He was quite unwilling to go now, but he'll go when he has the opportunity. Do you think, like, why do you think that Apollos didn't want to go?
0: I don't know why Apollos did want to go, but I know why, I think I know why Paul wanted to tell them Apollos did want to go. <laughs> oh, why? Because they have made so much of Apollos as a teacher. Yeah. yeah. And he said, No, I tried to get him to go, but he doesn't like you as much as you like him. No, <laughs> I, you, you know, I you know that that's probably a little bit unfair, but I see a bit of irony there that yeah. they've made such a big deal of him. He said, No, he doesn't work out. Neither
2: He doesn't want you. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are messed up church. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no. it, it's probably more than likely that he's you know somewhere where he's ministering and enjoying and and or maybe even just seeing like there's a great possibility here for the gospel and and so Paul's having to convince him yeah but you can't stay there forever this church needs you know edif- edification that's you I mean you see even Paul how many times does he write to the churches and say I have long to be with you but there's work here that well he has he, he, does, that he here. does that here yeah
0: he says Do you know I'm in Ephesus and I'm going to stay at least through Pentecost because of – a door has been opened for me, and of course, that was his longest single ministry of even any church, you know, in Ephesus, which he stayed, you know, for a number, you know, for a number of years, in mm-hmm. you know, a ministering to, and uh, you can see that he's a little open ended again. He said, i hope to see when I come through Macedonia, because I will be coming through Macedonia. Maybe I'll spend a few days. Maybe I'll winter with you. You yeah. know, maybe you can help me to wherever I'm going. Yeah. You know, there's an open n- endedness to it, which kind you know, of as well. is
1: a reminder to us, like." how open-handed he was with everything i mean he was such an example of just living according to god's will and he even says that if the lord wills or if the lord permits and i mean how often do we just make our plans and of course this year has been a revealing exposure of that right of our plans being made and um not getting what we had planned but um i just such an example of living with open hands um and just living according to where the Lord wants him
2: yeah and not only living open-handedly you know trusting in the Lord but trusting in the Lord knowing that his call on your life is to show you how much you should <laughs> you will you know suffer, suffer for his name's sake. namesake yeah. I I, so I love that yeah Paul's a great example in that yep. I think the other thing I love in verse 13 it says be on your guard stand firm in the faith be courageous and be strong and do everything in love mm-hmm. I mean you're, you're getting glimpses of, of just scripture Old Testament scriptures coming out of Paul I mean mm-hmm. we know that that'd be strong and courageous I mean how many times does that pop up throughout you know Old Testament yeah. scripture you know Paul was a man who who lived and breathed scripture and mm-hmm. he knew it and, and we've talked about this before it wasn't just something that was meant to be studied but it was a you know a story that he lived in and, and a reality that that he, he lived in and so I, I think the call for them and the call for us is to be on guard stand firm in the faith Mm-hmm. be courageous, be strong, and do everything we do in love. That's
0: good. Which uh, Paul says binds everything together in perfect, or Peter says binds everything together in perfect unity. Yeah. Paul says uh, these three remain: your faith, your hope, and your love. And the greatest mm-hmm. of these uh, would be your you know, would be your love. And then he you know uh, talks about you know stephanus who was among the first who came to Christ and continues to work for Christ on you know behalf on the church before you know on the behalf of Christ and to honor people you know like him and to make their job easy and not a not a burden uh, because of you know the great work that they are doing and to honor you know people you know people like them mm-hmm. I'm a little bit amused. You know, I've always been, you know, a little bit amused by, you know, Paul's, you know, saying at the end of, you uh, know, Versa. Uh, you, know, 20, uh, you know greet one another with a holy kiss and, and of course it's something you know we've you know, by and large especially Matthew Kresge he's never going to really <laughs> greet you with a holy kiss or otherwise kiss maybe a handshake distant Almost hug or a- anything anything like that but anyway even if we wanted to greet each other with a holy kiss you can't do so now this yeah, year because really of social distancing which has been something Matt's really enjoyed (laughs) in the wearing of Matt.
2: (laughs) 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 Definitely not. Uh,
1: One thing that I've enjoyed that we You do
0: enjoy your social distance. Yeah. Don't tell me (laughs) me you don't enjoy your social distance. He does not
1: mind isolating, -isolating, self-isolating for sure. One thing we've done in the past that I really enjoyed was kind of like getting to the end of the book and like talking about what we took from that book. So, would you mind? Because I there's one thing that I
0: <laughs> we hardly have any choice now because this is on a live podcast. It's and true. You don't really have you a we choice can, if you we said can no, do. Well, come Lord but um, you know, <laughs> I just
2: feel like <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot.
1: There's an example of that banter before
0: the end of this uh, podcast, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, there's something that I've never really um, taken from First Corinthians that I got this time around, and it was definitely the importance of understanding. Um, our body that like what is the body and the importance of the body because if we don't think it's important then then that deeply affects what we think of the resurrection it deeply affects what we think of the future and the present so i think that i mean he talks about the physical body he even talks about the body of christ in the sense of a, of a physical body and so i just i totally saw that more than i ever had in the past yeah. and i really appreciate it and
0: interestingly enough with the angle that you took on it you know we will be resurrected as a as a physical body mm-hmm. uh you know so you know matthew will be a matthew uh, and he'll he'll be less prone to social distancing at that time because he will be a redeemed matthew <laughs> uh, but the body we will be resurrected as a community as well and And, and so both of those realities you know are being being renewed and restoration
1: of our bodies um and of the body of christ i just Mm -hmm. think that's you know in
0: in western society you know with our rugged individualism kind of you know thing and self-sufficiency uh we we think mostly of the christian experience as an individual experience rather than you know, a community of faith, and of course, mm-hmm. this entire chapter is Matt. You know, pointed out, points us in a, in a different direction. We're not only bound together, you know, as a body within the local church, but a greater body as well that has equal concern yeah. for one another.
2: Yeah, I think a thing that always stands out to me is I read First Corinthians is just how the gospel is big enough, not just for the church in Corinth, but you know, the church universal, to to continue to not just save you once, but sustain you. You know, and and it doesn't just create a perfect people overnight, you know, and, and yet Paul will say that this church is his letter of recommendation and you're thinking, Paul, you could have of course, much you've, better
0: you've, church. You've moved ahead into your... Yeah. Uh, spoil alert. He's a, he's a couple of uh, readings yeah. ahead. But, you know, you, but, uh, you, you could you could say, Paul... We'll, we'll catch out on Friday.
2: There's much better, you know, better, uh, in quotations, churches to say is your letter of recommendation. But, no, for Paul, if you've received the gospel, you are God's holy people, mm-hmm. even in your imperfections, you know, and that's not something that we linger in and say right. it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, we would say it's, it's acceptable to... To, to recognize that you are a sinner in need of grace and then to begin to grow in the gospel. And I love even how he closes his letter. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. My love to all of you in Christ Jesus, amen. I mean, from beginning to end, Paul is about the grace of God in the life of his people and him, himself.
0: Of course, he uh, before that says, "If anyone does not love the Lord, let them be cursed. Yeah,
2: yeah. I looked that up. Well, he's going back to what he like, said Whoa. previously that yeah. anyone who does not have the Spirit, uh-huh.
0: absolutely, and all that. It is that is one of the things that comes out of time and time again is, is Paul's patience and pastoral, yeah. you know, concern for you know, for this church, uh, and uh, just a reminder, you know, to all of us that that. Church will be messy And the reason it will be messy Is because I'm here And because you're here mm-hmm. And uh, mostly because you're here but, uh, <laughs> but, but I'm here too And I, I bring a little mess It's uh, part of the big mess That we're all in together And being redeemed By the Lord Jesus Christ Father thank you for your grace And for your goodness We thank you uh, That you have Made yourself incarnate in your people and that you are in our midst in spite of our mess redeeming us with the hope of the gospel and, and fasting us in a, a heart like your heart in, in which we do and you know, guard ourselves stand firm in the faith be, be courageous in facing the difficulties of our time but more than anything else we do everything in love it's in your holy name we pray amen